0: Hey everyone and welcome to the greater than podcast. My name is Elijah Murrow. So honored and blessed you took out the time to join us again today, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, all the platforms and Pandora. We finally got on there. Praise God. We're so honored and blessed you taking out the time to be on this podcast and to listen and to receive from the ministry we have today. It's a special treat. I say that often on the podcast. I mean it every time we've got a special treat brother david leader and his wife is here as well she's sitting here looking lovely and beautiful we love them and their ministry so much brother david how are you sir i am just doing wonderful if i was doing any better i'd be you
1: (laughs) yes sir praise god the
0: lord is good he is so good and gracious brother david well i'm gonna let him tell you about his background and everything but a lot of you listening to the podcast will know him and be familiar with the ministry so we're so thankful so let's not dilly dally as they say let's pray real quick and get right into this thing father God we worship you yes we give you praise and glory we thank you for who you are in us to us and through us We thank you for the anointed word that'll be ministered today through your vessel. Thanks. Father, we thank you that you've deposited a treasure in earthen vessels. Father, we draw on that gift, we draw on the anointing. We thank you for words that that uh, help us to, as you said in Psalms, uh, in, in Isaiah, you've given us words that yes, we can Lord. use to plant the heavens. So yes, Father, help Lord. the words that are ministered today as the sower sows the word to Amen. hit into the right ground and the right hearts to get us all to a new level thank in you. God. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. And Father, we just I bind, we bind every spirit that would attempt to cause confusion. Yes, 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 yes. And deception in this area and in the things that we're teaching and flood their eyes with light. Yeah, so yeah. Uh huh. Understanding.
0: Thank you, Lord.
1: And grasping of your principles. That we'll be teaching and sharing on today in Jesus' you, name. Father.
0: Amen. Ooh, glory to God. I tell you what, just it was worth playing for the for the prayer. <laughs> yeah, it was worth pressing play just for that prayer. The anointing of God is all over it. Listen, guys, we had a podcast with Pastor Raging Wilson. We love him so much. Uh, called a Culture of Honor. As yeah. you can see, this is part two of that conversation with Brother David, and we're so uh, thankful to have him here in, in his
1: ministry, Brother oh, David. Yeah. Would you tell us about yourself a little bit, and then dig on right on in? Well, as telling us, you know, I'm much better talking about the Lord and and uh, and other people, but. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about honor, and the and the Lord has honored me as as I endeavored and my heart was to honor Him. He He took a little boy from nowhere. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Which you know most people are somebody from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, he he placed me in a position of almost total immersion mm-hmm. in the Word of God and the Word of faith. In the ministry specifically of Brother Kenneth Copeland, mm-hmm. he's my spiritual father, and um, I have the honor and privilege of, of traveling with him everywhere that he goes. Um, it's it's really it's really interesting because in the position that I'm in, I have the the privilege of not only seeing him conduct himself according to the word on a platform mm-hmm. in front of thousands. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody can do that. Yes, sir but I also have the opportunity of seeing him conduct himself exactly the same behind the scenes. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And when it's just family, you know, Mm -hmm. and I have the privilege of seeing him help other ministers that may have been having problems in certain areas and, and see how he encourages them and builds them up, you know, even, even if there is a correction to be made, it's, it's done with grace. Yeah, yeah, yes, you know, sir. and it's done with honor. Mm. And and it's so honor is such a um, an interesting subject as you and I have discussed previously. It's <laughs> it's it's much easier for honor to be caught. Yes, sir. Than it is to teach it, because when you you can teach line upon line and precept upon precept, but a lot of times honor is found in between the lines.
0: That's good. Yes, sir.
1: You know, honor's found in the, the, the things you don't think to say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I think let's it, honor doesn't make much sense to people. Mm. It's not logical in a lot of cases. And um, let, let's start off. Let's look at a definition. I want there's two. There's the world has lots of definitions of honor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, the two that I really, really like is a keen sense of ethical conduct, mm. a keen sense of ethical conduct. Yeah. Now that's a good definition, but we'll see in a, in a, in a little bit, as far as the world's concerned, that doesn't really mean much.
2: Mm.
1: We'll talk about that in just a minute. Now the actual, for example, if you go, if you were to go to, um, 1 Peter chapter 3, where it talks about honoring your wife. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you just simply look up the the Greek definition of the word honor. It means value. It means esteem of the highest degree. Mm. Now, that one, that definition, you can take that definition and apply it to most situations in life and come out on the honorable side. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You know, it's a good fabric to begin with now unfortunately the first definition that we talked about a keen sense of ethical conduct in any righteous discussion of honor it has to start with this book
0: Mm, yes sir with the word of god
1: it's got to start with the word of god if you don't begin and end the discussion of honor on the word of god You have no foundation, you have no compass from which to measure. Mm -hmm. That's where the term situational ethics Mm. has developed. And in that first definition where you talk about a keen sense of ethical conduct. Well, a lot of cases today, ethical conduct means whatever is going to benefit me.
0: Mm. Yes, sir.
1: You know, that's, that's what's right for me. I got to love myself, mm-hmm. you know, there's whole, whole topics on self-love, you know? yeah, yeah. got to love yourself. Mm-hmm. You got it, you know, and you, you get, if you get away from the instructions in the word of God, then you gravitate that direction. And with honor being more caught than taught, it almost has to be handed down. Wow. Yes, sir. From generation to generation. Yes, sir. and. Which is one of the reasons that I mean, why did God pick Abraham to be His man of covenant? Mm. That He did because He would teach His children.
0: Exactly. yes, sir. That's the
1: Bible. Yes, sir. You have to, you have to instill these things in your children, or they'll never be in the church. Because mm-hmm. the people, the families, the children, the husbands, the wives make up the body of Christ. Yeah. Yes, sir. And so I wanna my you know, my wife Lynn and I were discussing this and and we we're just looking at different things. And this is what you end up with a lot of times. Now, this isn't this isn't just an article that we you know we looked at. It's more of a scholarly article. Mm-hmm. And the title of it is uh the honor system in education.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. Because the honor system used to be taught mm-hmm. from elementary school all the way up through. But it's no coincidence that schools have gotten away from honor mm. as the Bible was taken out yeah, of the schools. You're exactly right. Because of the principle we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You don't have if you don't have the Bible, you have no compass as to what honor actually is. Mm-hmm. Now look what they found. Almost 50% of students admit to cheating on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Now now look at Listen to this. Most acts of cheating go unnoticed since students view the rewards worth the risk. Mm. This is precisely the biggest chink, so-called, in the honor system's armor. The trade-off for significantly better grades is well worth the possibility of getting caught. A college student looking back at high school explains why he cheated. Now, this is a quote. Okay. In front of my eyes... I would receive tests back with scores higher than I ever would have imagined. What did it cost me? A few bucks and a bad feeling in my stomach afterwards. Mm. The student, if not caught, that was the end of the quote. The student, if not caught, continues high school with improved grades, mm. feeling less pressured. Does not have to study all the time, and able to devote more time to her, his or her other interests, making herself a better candidate for colleges. Looking at the bigger picture, the repercussions for cheating in high school are relatively negligible. Mm-hmm. That's where you end up mm-hmm. if you get away from the Bible. There's no downside to it. Better grades, less work. Well. You look better to, in, in this case, it's talking about to colleges, yeah. but the same thing applies to bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So logically, honor doesn't make any sense. It's mm-hmm. whatever I got to do to get ahead and make life easier on myself.. Mm-hmm. But I want you to notice a little observation.. All right. This student said, "What did it cost me?" Mm-hmm. One of the things they mentioned was a bad feeling in my stomach after yeah yes sir all right but what happens when you ignore that bad feeling Mm. and then you ignore it the next time and then you ignore it the next time pretty soon you don't hardly notice it
0: that's exactly right
1: and here's the here's the deal that's not just isolated to tests in school Mm. that will end up permeating your entire philosophy of life hmm. and you'll end up applying it to marriage well you know what's it gonna I mean if she never catches me wow yeah. what's it gonna hurt if I cheat with her I mean you know relieve stress hmm. gives me a little fun hmm. I don't have to think about emotional attachment over here Wow logically it makes sense without yeah. honor yeah. So why would it be beneficial to Christians and the ministers, particularly Mm -hmm. to conduct themselves honorably? Here's the missing ingredient that most people don't understand. If you conduct yourself in honor, you have the right and should expect the power of God to intervene Mm. on your behalf Mm. and bring everything out to your benefit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, can I prove that biblically? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course I can, or I wouldn't have brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Good training. Yes, sir. (laughs) So let's look over at 1 Samuel chapter 2. Yes, yes. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 says, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel, so this is God speaking, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, be it far from me, for them that honor me, mm-hmm. I will honor. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go back to that, that Greek definitions. Honor means... Value and esteem of the highest degree. Mm. God just said he would value you and esteem you to the highest degree. Now, my brother, when the God of the universe, (laughs) almighty God, esteems you to the highest degree, things work out (laughs) really well yes sir (laughs) whether it makes logical sense or not Mm. if you exercise your faith on the scripture it'll come out you'll come out ahead every time Mm. i don't care though can be there can be colleges look at 20 people with higher grades than you come on but that recruiter will come to you and say you know what i just you know there's just something about you i like i think you'd be an asset to our college and you'll get selected yeah so good that's what honor does. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see this principle. Well, let me go ahead and finish that verse. Mm-hmm. He says, those, um, them that honor me, I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Mm-hmm. They can't expect that favor. Yes, sir. There, there is no supernatural power mm. working in their behalf if they're not operating in honor. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at an example, a New Testament example of this, in Romans chapter two, and I'm going to read it. Uh, I'm going to read it in the Amplified Classic version because it just it just well it does exactly what it's supposed to do. It amplifies it. <laughs> <laughs> it really really brings it out. So Romans chapter two. And we're going to begin in verse 6. To them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for. Now, okay, so these are people who are consciously looking for. Mm-hmm. That's what seeking means. Mm-hmm. They seek for glory and honor. Mm. They're looking for honor. They're seeking honor. How can we do this more honorably? Mm-hmm. And immortality and eternal life. So these are the things that they're looking for. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first and also of the Gentiles, but mm-hmm. glory, honor, yeah. and peace to every man that walk, worketh good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. Now, that's the King James Version because mm-hmm. that's what people are used to. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Listen to this. In this, Now, this is the Amplified Classic Version. Mm-hmm. For he will render to every man according to his works, justly as his deeds deserve. To those who by patient persistence in well-doing seek glory and honor mm and the eternal blessedness of or immortality, he will give eternal life. Mm-hmm. If they're seeking glory and they're seeking honor and eternal and immortality, he'll give them that's what he'll them. Give. He'll give them eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and self-willed and disobedient to the truth, sound like second Samuel, those who dishonor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, sir. But responsive to wickedness, there will be indignation and wrath. Lightly esteemed. hmm No honor. And there will be tribulation and anguish and calamity and constraint for every soul of man who habitually does evil. Now get this. The Jew first mm-hmm. and also the Greek. All right. We're going to come right back to that. But mm-hmm. glory and honor. Mm-hmm. So they're seeking honor. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting honor. hmm Yes, sir. Second Samuel 2. Yep. I mean first Samuel 2. Mm-hmm. Glory and honor and heart peace. Mm, Boy. That's good. How many people need that in In these days? In these days, yes, sir. And heart peace shall be awarded to everyone who habitually does good, the Jew first and also to the Greek. There we see it again. Mm -hmm. The Jew first and also to the Greek. This has absolutely nothing to do with race. That's good. It will work. That's so good no matter what your background is, no matter what your culture is, we've all been made the same blood anyway. That's right. That's what Scripture says. What scripture says. This will work for the white man, the black man, the yellow man, the red man. If there's mm-hmm. a polka-dotted man out there, yeah. honor will work in their behalf. There is a book called Beyond Defeat. Okay. And it's by James E. Johnny Johnson, mm. and at the ba- in the back of that book, there's a couple pages of first black man to do this, first black man to do this, mm. first black man. He let love and honor of God take him all the way up to became the assistant secretary of the Navy. Wow. And love and honor did it. Mm-hmm. It's a magnificent book. You have you just, you, I'm telling y'all, find it. It's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Go find it, and 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 I'll keep track of when this podcast posts, mm-hmm. and I'll put it on our Facebook page. A link to it on our Facebook page, right. you know, as well. Magnificent book. My 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 my. But honor did it. Yes, sir. Honor and love did it. Mm-hmm. God honored him. Yes, sir. Because he honored God, the supernatural power that wasn't supposed, those things weren't supposed to work out for a black man. Mm, You're exactly right. Particularly in that time. Yes. Yes. But it did. Mm. Nothing can stop the honor of God. That's been the missing ingredient Mm. for it. It got over honor, got over into an area of tradition. Mm, You're exactly right. Okay. And, and people were just doing things because, well, I don't I don't know why we did it. That's what <laughs> it's, I don't know. It may have been. I don't know who I don't know where the story came from originally, but there there was a family and the, and the mom always cut the end off the roast mm-hmm. and put the you know, put to put it in the, in the pot to put it in the oven. Yes, sir. And finally, the daughter said, Mama, how come you always cut the end off the roast before you put it in the pot? She said, you know, honey, I don't know. That's the way Mama always did it. Mm -hmm. So they called up Mama. Said, Mama, how come you cut the, how come we cut the end off the roast before we put it in the oven? She said, huh, you know, I don't know. That's the the way Grandmama always did it. Mm -hmm. Well, Grandmama was still living. So they called up Grandmama. They said, "Um, Grandmama, how come it is that we always cut the end off the roast before we put it in the pan to put it in the oven? She said, oh, honey, she said, when when we were young and, and, and we just got married, we didn't have nothing, man. We had we had like one pan to cook anything in. And it was too small for roast to fit in, so I had to cut the end off of it. <laughs> well, here we got three generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing something just simply because it was tradition. Mm,
0: yeah, yes, sir.
1: Now, that's what a lot of the people in this generation, that's why they don't walk in honor. Mm. Because even in their grandfathers or their fathers or their grandfathers or their mothers or their grandmothers, if they see some honorable things being done, they also see them just getting run over. Mm. Nothing ever works. They're always struggling. They're always just fighting and scrapping to get by. They don't see any, Any. why should should I be honorable if I'm just going to get stomped on all the time? Mm. Because... They didn't know to believe and accept honor from God. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. The supernatural power to make things work out Mm. because of honor. And that's been a a, a missing ingredient. The other thing is pride got in there. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even when the Lord did try to honor him with something because they were honoring him, And they try to he'd try to honor him with something and be like, oh, no, no, no. I don't take charity. Mm. No, no. If I don't earn it, I don't take it. Pride got in the way. Lord's trying to bless them Mm. and they wouldn't take it. But that's a whole different. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a, a whole different deal right there. So I think I think we got we got somewhere with that. Yes, sir. We got you got to You got to believe it's. You know, none of this, none of these scriptures, no, no, no truth, no principle in the Word of God is gonna work just because it's there. It has mm-hmm. to be acted upon in faith, mm-hmm. as Brother Hagin used to say. It's not gonna fall on you like cherries off yeah. ripe cherries off a tree. Yes, right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta apply faith. Well, it's no different with the scripture that says, "Those who honor me, I will honor." Mm-hmm. You gotta release your faith mm-hmm. and walk in that honor that He's honoring you with. And that way you let you allow your children in the next generation to see the power mm-hmm. that's involved with honor. It's a, it's a very, very powerful thing. Now let's see what happens if there's no honor. Okay. Yes, sir. Turn to Mark chapter six. And this is, this is amazingly profound. Mark chapter six and Let's see. All right, let's, we'll go to 6-1. We'll just start in verse 1 here. Mm-hmm. Now, any young young ministers out there, perk up, get, get your catchers out, perk up your ears here, because this can be talking to you as well, and you just need to be aware of it. And he, Jesus, went out from thence and came into his own country, mm. and his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, He began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying from whence did this man these things and what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands then they said is not this the carpenter the son of Mary the brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon. And are these his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Mhm. Now listen to what Jesus had to say about it. Yes, sir. Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, honor. Mm-hmm. in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house and he could there do no mighty works. Mhm. Now, we go on to see that it was because also of their unbelief. Mm -hmm. But we see right there is printed out that it was because of a lack of honor. Mm -hmm. They didn't honor him. A lack of honor can actually short circuit the power of God. Wow. In a person's life. It doesn't short. You you understand it doesn't shortcut it at the source. (laughs) No, 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 not the source. Not not the source we're talking about. No, sir. But it'll shortcut it on the receiving end, Mm -hmm. honor Mm. is so vitally important to the Christian in their daily life Mm -hmm. because it affects everything that that we're involved in. So now we saw the power involved with honor, and Mm -hmm. we also saw what happens when there's a lack of honor or Mm -hmm. no honor. Now, the practicalities yes. of life is it's where a lot of the confusion comes in because it's just how do you apply things that you see in the word to everyday actions and conduct
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, in your life? And a lot of people don't make that transition. For example, first of all, we, we have to know who we're supposed to honor. Now, mm. of course... The scripture says in Romans 12, we're to honor all others above ourselves. Well, that kind of shoots that self-love thing in the foot. But But, <laughs> Come on now. but, but beyond that, the Bible does list several categories of individuals by name that we are supposed to show honor to. Now, I'm not going to, we're not going to, we could spend, we could spend a podcast for yeah. every one of these listed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but... So I'm gonna read down through and 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 give y'all some scriptures that you can go and and study on, and then we're just gonna focus in on on one or two of these. Mm -hmm. Is that all right with you, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Are we doing okay? So we're doing good. Okay. (laughs) Good stuff. Yes, sir. We're receiving it. All right. First of all, we've already seen we're supposed to honor God. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you don't honor God. You can just forget the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't make any difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's there's three main ways, and I'm going to actually just add a fourth, but there's three main ways that you see in Scripture to honor God. One is financially. Mm. You see in Proverbs 3 and verse 9. Okay, Honor the Lord mm-hmm. with your substance. Yes, sir. And all the increase. You honor God with your words, hmm. if your words are a reflection of His word, let me state, let me restate that: if His word becomes your words coming out your mouth, hmm. that's an honor mm-hmm. to the Lord. And then your actions. Turn over to uh, Colossians chapter three, and we're gonna. We'll, this this addresses both words and actions. You uh you may have made an error in your calculations, sir, because <laughs> I do not have a clock
0: <laughs> within, a clock, with, within my line of sight anyway. Anywhere.
1: <laughs> I wonder why that is. Wink wink. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, there's a service I've got to go to tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I know you've heard my spiritual father say, you know, they taught me how to start, but they never taught me how to quit. (laughs) Okay. All right. Colossians chapter 3, and um, let's look at verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly Mm. in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart in the Lord. And whatever you do mm-hmm. in word or deed, yeah. do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Now look, now he's about to give us some examples.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. hmm Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Children, Mm -hmm. obey your parents in all things, for this is Mm well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, also applies to employees. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Not with eye service. You and I talked about that right before we went on the air. It's a heart issue. Yes, sir. You're doing it before the Lord, not because of what other people think. Yes, sir. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not Unto men, knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. Mm. Knowing that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know that you get the reward. That's attached to this area of honor, Mm. whether it's in word or deed. You should be doing it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, sir. Glory to Praise God. God. I told you it was going to be an issue, me yeah. having to sit right here in front of this microphone, not getting up and running around this yeah, table, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> all right. Okay, so that's honoring God. Mm-hmm. Word and deed, all in the name of Jesus. And then we're supposed to honor parents. Mm-hmm. Now, we saw that right there in that verse we just yes, read. Sir. Yes, sir. It's also in Ephesians 6, mm-hmm. and it talks to the, that's the first Promise. That's the first commandment with promise mm-hmm. that you live long yeah. and enjoy life yes, sir. on the earth. It goes back to Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 12. Children, we're supposed to honor our children. Parents have a tendency to be real big on children obeying their parents, mm. but they have a tendency to forget that second part. About honoring their children, not not provoking them unto wrath, and we all have to do, we all have to work on that. We all, you know, get caught up in the busyness of, of life, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. But you don't do things. You have to watch not to do things just simply that are a frustration and there's no reason for them. Mm. Yes, sir. You know, that causes discouragement. What we just saw in, in Colossians. So these these ones, as you as I said, I'm going f- kind of fast through these different specific areas of honor because there's a few that I want to really go a little deeper into. Your spouse. I'm not going to go deeply into this one. Um, if, well, anyway, the the word says in First Peter chapter 3, verse 7 to honor your wife as unto the weaker vessel.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, now I always have to stop and put this in there. Mm -hmm. whenever I'm talking about marriage with my wife and I have the opportunity to to minister on marriage. We wrote a book on it and all that kind of stuff. And I have to put this in there because a lot of people still in this day and time read that honor your wife because she's the weaker vessel.
2: Mm.
1: That is not what that said. Yeah. It says honor your wife as the weaker vessel. Like she was put those definitions back in there. Honor your wife. As she was valuable. That's right. Yep. As she was priceless. That's right. Yes, sir. In your eye. Why do I open the door for her? Wait, you think you can't open her own door? Of course she can open her own door, but she shouldn't have to when I'm there.
2: Hmm.
1: You know? I saw uh, uh, um, a meme. Yeah. Not too long ago, and it shows a couple walking down the street. It's just a city street on a sidewalk. And the woman's walking on the, on the outside of the sidewalk, close to the street and the the man's between her and the building. And it says, if you don't know what's wrong with this picture, you're part of the problem, you know, the whole, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's kind of a turn off. You have a tendency not to even look at that kind of stuff. But anyway, that one has to do with honor.
2: Hmm.
1: Now, why does it make a lick of difference? Whether, the man's walking on the outside between the, between the sidewalk and the road or whether he's walking on the inside because she's valuable. Hmm. What if there was a puddle and a car came by and splashed her? Mm-hmm. I'd rather it splashed me than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What if there was a car going by and something fell off them, of, you know, a side mirror or something fell, off, you <laughs> <No>. know, fell <laughs> yeah. off. I'd much rather it hit me than her. Mm-hmm. That's honor. That's honor. Mm-hmm. Everything, everywhere you go, you're thinking, okay, she's, she's valuable.
0: Mm, that's so good. You know,
1: what would you do if you had a, you know, a, a $50,000 uh, diamond necklace that you carried around with you all the time? You know, you'd be thinking about. Where do I put that down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, you know, where, how far am I going to let that get? You know, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. can be watchful over that. Exactly. Well, that's what Proverbs 31 says. Mm. She's far more valuable than gems. Yeah. I will give you another little nugget here. All right. This isn't necessarily on honor, but the virtuous woman. Yes, sir. Do you know what that word virtue means? Tell me, sir. It's the same word in Hebrew that's translated valiant mm. and valor when it talks about David's mighty men. Wow. Mighty men of valor. Mm-hmm. And they were valiant in their deeds. It means of force mm. of of weapons, of force of men, a force of means. It means wealth. Mm. That's not a weaker vessel. <laughs> not at all. But it's honor. Mm. It's all about honor. And when you honor your wife, First Peter chapter three says that your prayers not be hindered. Mm-hmm. You've got power. It's there back it is. to the there power. It is. goes right back to Supernatural it. Supernatural yep. powers involved. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about God. Praise God. But she's uh, not the weak. You try to have a baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that should end the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That's all we're gonna say about spouses. Although, man, we could say a lot. The elderly. Mm. This is a, a group specifically uh, mentioned in the Bible. Yes. That's to be honored, and 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 every generation has tried to lack in this a little bit, but man, they're due honor, mm. and it's one of the few practical examples spelled out in the Word. If an elderly person enters the room, yes, you stand up. Out of honor. Glory to God. I'm not, that's not, that's going to go into the big one that we want to talk about here in just a minute. The next uh, is bosses. And we already talked about that there in Colossians. We saw it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Servants, um, uh, employees, Mm -hmm. masters, bosses. You want, you honor them. Even if they're a something. (laughs) Yes, sir. You still conduct yourself in honor. Mm -hmm. All right. Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians 5:12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, mm-hmm. and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly. Mm. Well, that's literally the definition of honor. Yes, sir. Esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Mm. And look what happens and be at peace among yourselves. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the baseline scripture for honoring church leaders. There's been a great falling away in the body of Christ in general as far as not honoring pastors or ministers, those in leadership of the church. Um, And you you hear phrases like, and this is a, if you truly understand honor and you truly understand the scripture, this is a devilish Mm. statement. When it's applied to a man of God, a minister of God, well, you know, bless God they put their pants on one leg at a time like everybody else. Mm. That is total dishonor. factually, mm-hmm. of course it's true. Yes sir yes sir. okay. yeah <laughs> but the the lack of honor and the disrespect associated with it is devilish. Mm-hmm. It will rob you of power in your life. We've been seeing that all during this podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, let's dig into this even a little different, because when you're talking about church leaders, you have a couple different categories. Okay, You've got church leaders are fathers in the faith to somebody.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay? So now you've got a combination of things that we've looked at where honor is concerned. You've got honor your father. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. We talked about, we just saw where you're supposed to honor those who labor among you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. In First Thessalonians. And then you've also got, in most cases, honoring the elderly. If they're a father in, you know, your father in the faith, most likely they're elder than you anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. not yeah. necessarily, yeah. but mm-hmm. as a general rule of thumb. So let's look at Hebrews chapter 13. And we're going to look at this one in two different, we're going to look at it. We're going to read it in the King James and then we're going to, uh, you can tell I'm used to being on a television broadcast. I'm looking at things, yeah. I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to read it in the King James and then we're going to read it in the, uh, amplified classic version as well. Uh, Hebrews 13, and look at verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow considering the end of their conversation Mm -hmm. or the end of their manner of life. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Now skip right over to uh, 17, verse 17, same chapter. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. Why? For they have watch for your souls as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. If they have to give mm. an account of you in grief, that's, that's, that's not to your benefit. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yes, sir. But they will be held accountable. Mm. They will be held accountable, and that's why one of the reasons that they they should be held in honor. So I'll throw this little bit in here. Yeah, he says, he
0: says right here that it's unprofitable for you. That's right. So it has to do with you. Yeah,
1: that's exactly it. Right. Doesn't even
0: have anything to do with 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 them. It's it's about you, you know. I heard Doug Jones, Reverend Doug Jones, out at uh, Tulsa at he' He's teaching on honor, and it says honor has more to do with the with you. That's exactly right. Then
1: it has to do with the person. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. That's exactly right, and that's that's you know that's the bottom line of what everything we've been talking about. It short circuits the power in your life. Mm-hmm. You're not it, in in one of the scriptures. Uh, I don't know if we'll have time to get to it today, but in one of the scriptures it talks about you should open to correction. Hmm. It's a course correction and, it, and, and if you're not honorable and and I believe I heard uh, brother Ray Jean say the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It
1: really it keeps you open and correctable yes so that you don't have to go through life just trying to figure it out by trial and error. Yeah If you honor another definition for honor is weighty mm-hmm. If you honor your your those that rule over you in the faith, then you give weight to what they say. I may not understand the details of why they're telling me something. Yeah. But if I honor them and I do what they're saying, I get the benefit of it, whether I know the details of how it works or not.
0: Mm, Yes, sir.
1: The Bible talks about as a wise man. Mm. If you do what a wise man does, you'll get the rewards. Of a wise man. Whether you're wise yeah, or not yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Ride on some, yes. some honor coattails. That's good. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. In the amplified version, amplified classic version or translation of Hebrews 13. And uh, we'll start wrapping this up. Remember your leaders and superiors in authority, for it was they who brought to you to brought to you the word of God. Mm, your, yes. So, so this makes it clear. You're talking about your fathers, and yes, it was they that brought the word to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Observe attentively and consider their manner of living, mm-hmm. the outcome of their well-spent lives. Wow! So we know we're talking about elders. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And imitate their faith, their conviction that God exists and is the Creator and ruler of all things, the Provider and bestower of eternal salvation through Christ and their leaning of the entire human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in His power, wisdom, and goodness. (laughs) Glory to God. Oh, yeah. Those are the men and women of God that you should be following. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me read this uh, verse 17 in the Amplified: Obey your spiritual leaders and submit to them, continually recognizing their authority over you, For they are constantly keeping watch over your souls and guarding your spiritual welfare as men who will have to do to render an account. Hmm. Do your part to let them do this with gladness and not with sighing and groaning. Oh, come on now. (laughs) For that would not be profitable to you. To you. To you. Once again, to you. To you. Absolutely. Wow. Now. (laughs) Well. Go ahead and go to 1st Timothy chapter 5. And uh, we'll wrap this part up. And, and then I want to address the young ministers just really quickly. Yes, sir. And, uh, and then we'll talk about, you know, if you want to talk about practicalities mm-hmm. and things like that. Yes, sir. All right. Here's another key ingredient. Remember we talked about honoring God involved finances. Mm-hmm. Giving your finances to God. It's amazing how closely connected honor and money mm. is. That's actually where we get our word honorarium mm. mm-hmm. from. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this in verse seventeen of First uh, Timothy five. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double mm. honor. Now you can see why it's things like, well, bless God, they put their pants on one leg at a time Mm -hmm. like everyone. It's devilish. They should be counted of double honor. Mm -hmm. Especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his hire. So there's no doubt about it. That's specifically talking about money and Mm -hmm. wages. Yes, sir. Against an elder Hmm. received not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Hmm. So they're afforded more grace.
2: Hmm.
1: Yes, sir. You don't bring an accusation against an elder unless it's significant enough that there's a couple witnesses that, you Mm -hmm. know. So they're afforded more grace, more leniency as an elder because of honor. Hmm. Now, one thing it's a very this is a this goes this actually edges into practicality side of things how as a spiritual son mm-hmm. how do you honor your spiritual father mm-hmm. you know there may be a, a lot of ministers out there that are just you know of a younger generation mm-hmm. they're coming up they have yeah. spiritual fathers so they love their spiritual fathers and they want to honor them how do you do that what does that look like well number one you stick with them That's good. You don't go bouncing around trying to find your new thing. You know, Mm -hmm. Brother Moore blessed me years ago. He said, wherever the Lord has planted you, get that. Mm -hmm. That's why he puts you with that man or woman of God, Mm -hmm. to get what they have to sow into your life. And it just is so simple, but it's so profound. Wherever the Lord puts you, get that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's step number one. Step number two, you can see in in uh, First Corinthians chapter four. There, I know of no other more beautiful example of spiritual father and son than um, Paul and Timothy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What a yeah. beautiful, beautiful picture, example, beautiful yes, picture. sir. And I tell you, you young ministers, if you want a ministers' conference, you don't have to wait until you know your favorite ministry or whatever is having a ministers' conference. All you got to do is read First and Second Timothy. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. That is Paul. Teaching his son Timothy about ministry Mm -hmm. and how to conduct ministry. You can have a minister's conference, just you, Paul, Timothy, and God (laughs) (laughs) any day of the week. Okay, Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and uh, verse 15. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have you not many fathers. Mm. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore I beseech you, be you followers of me. Now let me put this in there. There's you hear a lot, particularly in the young generation of of, of church members in the body of Christ. I don't follow any man. I follow God only. Sounds good. Sounds really good. Uh-huh. Only problem is it's not scriptural. <laughs> you know. Yes, sir. Now, now I know you're gonna know this phrase. You know what you have to be to be scriptural. Scripture, Scripture. (laughs) you know where I got that one. Yes, sir. I know 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 you got that one. (laughs) Yes, sir. Oh, man. There's more than once Mm -hmm. where we're instructed, follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah, we follow God, but it sure is helpful to have some practical examples to be able to see and (laughs) follow and learn from. Yes, sir. You're right. You know, okay. For this cause, Glory to God. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, Timothy, mm-hmm. who is my beloved son and faithful. Mm. That's one. Mm-hmm. He's faithful. Faithful to Paul. That's honor. In the Lord who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, mm. which be in Christ Christ as I teach everywhere in every church. Wow. That's what Timothy did to honor his spiritual father. When he went to churches and taught, it was like Paul standing there teaching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He reminded him of what Paul said. Yes, sir. And his Mm -hmm. ways of conduct. Mm. He instructed Timothy that in that uh, over in first Timothy, he tells me, he said, those things that you have heard of me, hmm. Teach
2: mm-hmm.
1: entrust them to like faithful men, to other faithful men. But look how Paul honors Timothy. Wow. Turn yeah. over to Philippians chapter two. No, man, this is good, y'all. The Lord's helping us. Philippians chapter two. So Paul is not talking to Timothy here. Timothy may not even be he may not even know this happened. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not addressed to him. Yeah, but look here. Verse 19 of Philippians chapter 2. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have, listen to this, this is an honor that Paul gives him. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, And not the things which are of Jesus Christ, but, you know, the proof of him that as a son with the father, he has served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently so soon as I shall see how it will go with me. Mm. He had no man. Mm -hmm. Wow. Except Timothy.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. What honor. And that's also a picture of you honor God. God honors you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Timothy honored Paul. he was faithful to him. He got that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he planted him with Paul. The Lord planted Timothy with Paul and Timothy got that. Mm. Paul's ways, Paul's words, Paul's conduct. Yes, sir. He followed him as he followed Christ. That is how you honor your spiritual father.
0: There's one thing that I'll throw in here that just kind of resonates with me in my heart. You know, oftentimes, especially where young ministers are concerned, which I myself am one. Uh, oftentimes what I've heard is people say, well, you know, you need your own stories.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, yeah. You, you need your own things. You know, you don't need to just be preaching. Well, that's my spiritual father. Yes, right. So I'm honoring him by sharing his stories. They're family stories. Oh, that's
1: good. They're like your it. stories too. Yes, sir. If you're he's right. your father. You're part of the family. It's his family stories. That's good. If it, it just happened to dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, dad was over so and so, yep. you and know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah see, they're your stories too. Yeah. And, and, and I'm glad they are because I use a whole lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> brother Hagin, brother, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got things that have happened to me yep, and same I tell them every yep. now and then yep. testimonies yep. and things like that mm-hmm. because the, you know, brother Hagin, again, brother Hagin used to say, you know, the proof of the pudding is in Jenny. the evening. Yes, sir. And uh, so, you know, people need to know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I use, you know, I, I, I walk this, I, I don't just mm-hmm. talk and yeah, I walk exactly. it, and it yes. produces fruit. Yes. You know, and this is what happened and this is what happened, you know, stuff like that. But, Oh, man. Yeah, I tell stories that Brother Copeland tells. Yeah, I tell stories Brother Hagen tells. Yeah, obviously, I talk about Brother Moore. They're family stories. Yes, sir. It's just family so You know, one of them happened to an uncle, and one of them happened to Daddy, and one mm, of them yep. happened to Grandpa. And yeah, yeah. Yep. It's just family stories. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now, the last two, and I'm just going to mention them, the last two specific and the reason I've made a list of these is because, yeah, we're supposed to honor everybody. But if the Lord took time mm-hmm. to list yes. out specific people in the word that we're supposed to honor, then we need we better make sure that we're paying extra special attention to those. Mm-hmm. And one of them is the government officials mm-hmm. in Romans chapter 13, verses one and two, and then police and military in Romans chapter 13 and verse seven. Mm-hmm. And so... um, those are the specific groups of people that are called out by God mm-hmm. that we're supposed to be honoring. You know, there's so many things. People, here's a here's a shortcut. you know, there's life hacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, yes, sir. Here's an honor hack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? Go, even if you don't understand the whys at first, go to some of the old etiquette books. like, I don't know, Emily Post or Ann Landers or, you know, something like Look up old tradition. But go ahead and put the word, even though that's not what we're looking for. Go ahead and put in, I don't know, Google like honor traditions, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Find out about what are the rules. If you're wearing a hat, when do you take it off? When do you leave it on? When do you, why? You know, even though you might not understand the whys behind it, If your heart is to seek honor Mm -hmm. and to seek ways to be honor, honorable, start there and then be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and let him teach you the whys and the, and the, and the hows because it's about relationship. Also, that's good. Yes, sir. You know, my wife does not like coconut. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I mean, really (laughs) does not like. Coconut, yeah. like, can pick up a chocolate candy and smell it and tell if there's coconut in there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. So, would it be honor? I mean, I think it's. I mean, I'm in a candy store looking around for a gift or something like that, and there's these luscious looking um, bonbons, you know, coconut bonbons mm-hmm. or or what, what, what are those things? Um, um, yeah, maybe they are bonbons. Anyway, they're coconut, and but man, they look great. I'm gonna get them for her. Well, the motivation is, I mean, I want to bless her with something or something like that, but that's not an honorable thing since I know she doesn't like coconut. Mm. Okay, let me give you a more traditional example. Mm-hmm. Okay, so an elder, you you come in contact with an elder, okay? And uh, you call them Mr. Morel,
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay? And he said, man, I said, I really appreciate that. But he said, you know, I, I got... My dad was always called Mr. Morrell and, Mm -hmm. and and I just, I just really, really would prefer if you call me Elijah. Okay. What's the honorable thing to do? Do I call him Mr. Morrell because he's 80 years old or do I call him Elijah? The honorable thing is to do as he requested.
0: Exactly. That's exactly right.
1: You called him correctly Mm -hmm. out of his position until you found out his desires and his wishes. And then obedience raised that to a higher level of honor. See what I'm saying? That's so good. Yes, sir. You know, one more example. And then then you can, we can talk just whatever you want to bring up, but yeah. yeah. Say you've been buddies with somebody since you were in third grade, grew up together, you know, go fishing all the time. Y'all just really like fishing. Always fish together. Well, lo and behold, he becomes mayor. So you go to the inauguration, and let's just say his name's John Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go to the inauguration and you're there at the events and the dinners and stuff like that, and they ask you to say a few words because you've been lifelong friends and you get up. Well, how do you address him there at the inauguration? Honorable Smith, or Mister Smith, or Your Honor, or something along those lines that is honor for the position. Honor for the office, because when you're on the bass boat, you're going to call him, what did I say his name was? <laughs> John Smith. John, John. Yeah. You, yeah you're you're going to call him John, John or Johnny or, yeah, what, yeah, you know, yeah, he, yeah. or whatever. It's not dishonorable to call him Johnny on the bass boat, mm-hmm. but it would be in city hall. Mm hmm. So there's different, there's, see the intricacies of honor. That's why it's so, it's so much more caught mm-hmm. than taught because it's not just a list of rules. That's good. There's general guidelines, but it's, it's honor. It's respect. It's, it's, and it's still recognized in society. Mm-hmm. If you make a movie about an honorable person, it's still a blockbuster. Come on people want the 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 knight in shining armor. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they just don't know how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't realize what it takes to get there. You know, they want there's I grew up with watching John Wayne westerns. Mm-hmm. You know, and military movies and stuff like that. He still all these years after he's dead is always ranked in the top 20, I think of current movie stars because of honor. I mean, yeah, he was rough. Oh, yeah. He was rough. And I mean, you can point a lot of things that weren't necessarily righteous. Sure, sure. But he was going to do the right thing. Mm. There was a there's a scene in the movie called U.S. uh, Cahill, U.S. Marshal, where he's bringing these these criminals in. I mean, they're criminals. He's a marshal. And the town, about 30 guys from the town meet him outside of town and they say, "Okay, we'll take him from here. And he's like just like that they said yeah just like that he said well there ain't no use in potting around about it I'm willing to die trying to keep him are you willing to die trying to take him <laughs> that's on yeah yeah he swore an oath mm-hmm. to protect these men to make sure they had a fair trial it would have been easy it would have been convenient he could have claimed he was outnumbered outgunned whatever just to turn them over they're probably guilty anyway mm-hmm. and you know that's what you know people would think no Not right. And he was willing to die for it. That's honor.
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, one thing I want to add in in the book of numbers, if if you go to the, to the book of numbers, Uh, yeah. Chapter chapter uh, 12 is where I'm going here. And there's an incident of, of dishonor that takes place. Familiarity, things of that nature in numbers, chapter 12. And, um, Uh, We've had a great podcast, and I hope, like you said, this is more geared towards uh, young ministers, but hey, this applies to everybody. It really does. Everybody and everyone. We just had the list and saw how in the Bible this applies to everyone in every field of life. And here in in Numbers 12, where to start? Well, we'll just start in verse 1, why don't we? And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Mm -hmm. Moses Mm -hmm. because of the Ethiopian woman, whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? There's disrespect. That's right. There's dishonor right there. All right. And has he not spoken also by us? See, my spiritual father, at the time of this recording, pre- I think Sunday, he had a message. and He was talking about uh, Peter and how Peter got the revelation that Jesus is the Christ. The son of the living God. And that is the foundation. That's the rock. Peter isn't the rock. Right. Right. But the revelation revelation. that that Jesus is the Christ is the rock that the church is built on. Well, two or three verses after that, he goes and talks about, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to suffer things of man. He goes through the plan. Right. What's supposed to happen. And Peter (laughs) said, you know what? Not so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, He's being far from you. Well, what what is that? That's dishonor. Yes, sir. He the Bible says that he rebuked Jesus. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. He rebuked Jesus. You know that's dishonor. You don't have to read anything else to know because once again, who has the rule over here? Right. It's Jesus. That's right. That's right. He has the rule over Peter. So Peter has no right to come through saying, "Hey, Jesus, let me correct you on this." <laughs> you know what I mean? But we see it here with uh Miriam Said, has God spoken only by Moses? So my spiritual father went on to say, people hear from God a couple of times, and then you can't tell them nothing. Mm -hmm. They yield to pride. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Now you can't tell them anything. Well, God speaks to us too, is what Mary is saying here. Now watch this, verse 3. Now the man Moses was very meek. Above all men who were upon the face of the earth, the Lord spoke suddenly. Notice the Lord dealt with this quick. That's right. The Lord spoke suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam. Oh, I love this. It's it's He spoke to three people at once. You, you know how you, <laughs> yeah. you used to have the phone. It was a three-way call or whatever. Yeah. And This is a three-way right here. That's right. He spoke to all of them at once. Come out from there unto the tabernacle of the congregation, and they came. The Lord came down in the pillar, verse 5, in the pillar of the cloud, stood in the door. He stood in the door. He's dealing with this personally. Mm-hmm stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forward. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I will speak unto him in a dream. There's so much we could cover here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Verse 7. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. My goodness. And not in dark speeches and the the, sub, sub, what what is that word? Subtility. subtly, subtlety. Excuse
1: me. Yeah, that word. Yeah, whatever that (laughs) word is. uh, Of
0: the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then, were ye not afraid? Were you not afraid? Did you not have honor, weightiness to speak against my servant? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against him and he departed. That's scary. When he's not there. Mm-hmm. Once again, you're short circuiting the power, right? That's right. Verse 10. The cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And then Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my lord, <laughs> there was a there was a quick adjustment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us. That sounds familiar. Once again, there's so much you can say here. Wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned, let not. Excuse me. Let her not be as one dead of whom the flesh is half consumed, when it come. Uh, when he cometh out of his mother's womb, and Moses cried unto the Lord, we see that he's humble. Yep. Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, "Heal her now, O God, I beseech you." And the Lord said unto Moses, "If her father." <laughs> had but spit in her face should not she be ashamed seven days let her be shut out from the camp seven days and after that let her be received in again and Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days and the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought again all right here's what I want to say dishonor the way God views dishonor Apparently, from the the judgment that took place, he views it the same way as leprosy. The spirit of dishonor is leprosy. It causes you to lose feeling and sensitivity.
1: That's good.
0: It causes you to lose feeling and sensitivity to the anointing. What happened with Jesus? He couldn't do any mighty works. Mm. As Dad Hagen would say, didn't say he wouldn't, said he couldn't. He he couldn't do any mighty works because of the unbelief. Once again, there's no sensitivity. There's no honor. Mm -hmm. So into the eyes of God, That leads to a a place where you're not sensitive to His Spirit. You're you're not sensitive. Go ahead, but I know you got
1: something. We call we 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 callous or like you said. We we, we callous ourselves. That's even even in the world. That that article I read at the very beginning where he was talking about you know all I have to it just cost me a couple bucks and a bad feeling in my yeah 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. But that goes away Mm -hmm. when you build up that callous. and because of lack of honor. Yeah. And then it gets you you, you lose that sense you don't hear you don't hear from God. So, man, I believe we're, we're called to
0: to show honor. We're called to be honorable and to, to show forth the praises of God. This is the way we're an example. This is the way we're example to the world. But once again,
1: this has to do with you and yeah, and it has to do with you. And the big thing about it is it permeates every area of your life. Mm-hmm. And because of that, when you start enacting the power of honor, and quit short-circuiting the power. That power shows up in every area of your life, mm. and so your whole your whole being, and your family, and your job, and your relationship everything starts coming up because mm-hmm. the power is there in every in every area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's a systemic power. Mm. It's it's, it's a, honor is a systemic. Principle is not the right word. It's stronger than that. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's an attribute. It's a part of who you need to become, Mm. but it's systemic. It affects every part of your life positively. Yes. Come on. Or negatively. Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand. Why can't I ever get ahead? Ah, come on. Yeah. You know? And one of the reasons is because it's just a lack of power.
0: Yeah. Which goes back to a lack of honor Mm -hmm. in an area. Brother David, would you pray over us as we wrap this up?
1: Well, Father, we thank you for this time together. It's been so precious. Anytime we get together around your word is precious in our sight. It is an honor. It is an honor to be able to get together and teach and preach and talk about the things, the things that that you designed, the things that you put into action, the things of the blessing that you have put on our lives. And we thank you that I, I know, we know that the prayer at the beginning of this was, was heard and there was power behind it. And people's eyes were opened. Their hearts were open and they grasp the significance of honor and Holy Spirit, I thank you. I'm asking you right now to show them practical ways to implement honor in every area of their life. We thank you. We call it so. We give you the glory and the honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, what an amazing podcast. The Lord really helped us uh, Reverend David, where can people get in contact with you and all that kind of stuff well, you guys got going?
1: It's it's as simple as I can make it. You just put my name and a .org on the end of it or a .com, mm. either one of them. <laughs> <gonna say. laughs> so <laughs> David Weter, uh, .org, and um, that's the website. We've got, uh, you can see us on uh, Roku, uh, KBTV Global on Roku on Tuesday mornings at 8 central. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, uh, Facebook. We're on every audio platform I can figure out how to get on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, but you can get everything on the on the website. It's kind of the central location. You can uh, you can find out more about the ministry. You can see the blog on the website. You can find out about the book on the website. The videos are on the Instagrams even fed to the website. Okay. So you can start there and just branch out wherever you want to go.
0: Yeah, all right. You hear you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Well, get get involved, get there. It's a beautiful thing. We're so appreciative. Thank you again. Thank you so much for for being here, here. man. It's it's my honor and privilege. The Lord's really helped us. We're so thankful, guys. Leave a rating, a like, a comment on the video or not the video. You're listening to this. Got videos on the brain. (laughs) But but, uh, leave a leave a review of the podcast. Let us know that it blessed you. My name's Elijah Merle, and remember this: Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world.
1: Thank you for listening to the Greater Than Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at MurrellMinistries.com. That's M-U-R-R-E-L-L-Ministries.com. Murrell Ministries International.